Episode 84 of Slam City, guys. Ray Moore here, Mr. Mech, on a sunny and breezy day in New York City. Beautiful day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day indeed. Doesn't help that I have a cold. Yeah, that kind of sucks, man. You got a cold now. Summer, colds, like... are the, summer colds are the worst. They are, but it's just the weather changing and all that stuff. But, you know, basketball season is over, but doesn't mean that the off season is just going to be a washed-up season because, you know, last year's off season was crazy. This year's going to be crazy as well. So we have Brandon Scoopy Robinson. You can follow his podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, and all that stuff. So, Brandon, it's Ray and Mr. Mech here. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How y'all doing? I'm doing groovy, well, man. Groovy, groovy, enjoying this weather, trying to, and enjoying this off season. <laughs> we understand yeah, that you got some news, player. Yeah, you got news because you know I think I saw you on social media reporting about LeBron informing the Cavaliers. We're gonna talk about on Wednesday. Um, you know specifically what LeBron is trying to like go. You know what team he's gonna go to possibly. Do I know what team he's gonna go to? Is what you asked me? Yeah. Well, let me let me take a step back because I wrote a story on Monday uh, over at Basketball Society Online, uh, where I'm a senior writer, and I talked about um, uh, uh, basically a tip that I had gotten uh, from someone in Cleveland, uh, where they indicated that I was going to take a meeting uh, with the Cavs on Wednesday. Now I'm a writer, so flashy headlines is everything. Uh, I didn't really specify on. Uh, what the meeting was, but the meeting that was supposed to happen legitimately was uh, for him to essentially say whether he was going to opt in or opt out. Uh, he has until I believe June 29th uh, to make that assessment. Uh, and the person who uh, who gave me that that tip uh, was the person who four years ago uh, tipped me off that this was still a little bit before uh, when LeBron was still a member uh, of the Miami Heat that you know LeBron would be returning. So I stand by my source. Uh, nothing public has been stated yet about that particular uh, story that went viral. It got over 11,000 clicks uh, from Monday until yesterday. Um, but this is the same type of meeting uh, that uh, Kyrie Irving took around this time last year uh, when he wanted out and you know requested trade. And those type of conversations are pretty tight-lipped, and you know, unfortunately, it was a leak. Um, but that conversation uh, that those the two parties had, LeBron and, and Cass Brass, um, still fact-checking, haven't heard anything yet. But the reason why you haven't heard it is because the same reason that uh, Kyrie Irving, you know, or the opposite of the reason why Kyrie Irving and his situation was leaked. So little, little, little uh, fact-checking I'm doing, but um, this is an ongoing saga. Interesting. So the answer is we don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah, there's no, there's no way to tell yet. I don't know. Right. I have to ask you this before we get into that. Um, you saw the NBA Finals, and you saw how Warriors just swept the Cavaliers. Like, did you see that coming at all? Because you know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Cavs have a chance in the series. Maybe it'll make it a series after Game One, but they didn't win that. But in your heart, did you see that it was going to be a sweep? No, I didn't. And you know, all season I I've gone on record and um, various radio programming and you know being booked as guests and saying that even in my writing and saying that you know uh, i believe that the Cavs had a legitimate chance uh but the thing that that really stood out to me with the warriors uh was the fact that um in one game in the game where kevin durant had 43 points the other three stars or superstars on that team however you want to slice that they were one. I think they shot thirty-one percent. Yeah. I think like Steph Curry had eight points. Uh, Clay may have ten. 
Draymond may have had eight or ten. I can't remember, but um, Kevin Durant took over, and uh, that team is predicated upon guys who were taking less money and sacrificed, and really took the blueprint from the Boston Celtics in 2008 how to create a super team. LeBron followed suit in 2010. You know, you get mad for this NBA damn like team, but. You know, LeBron is just as responsible for that making in that team as anything. The only difference is LeBron never went to a team that uh, beat him in the year before in the playoffs. But as it relates to the NBA Finals specifically, um, I did not expect a sweep, but I knew it was going to be pretty difficult. You know, and I think a lot of the reason why it was difficult for the Cavaliers is because, number one, you're relying so heavily on LeBron James, who's been playoff tested, finals tested, life tested. But also, um, I guess you could say kid tested mother approved too. That sounded cool. But uh, the other thing is, when you look at just the journey in the Eastern Conference, you look at how the Cavs started. You know, people thought that that they would look, they would fall to to the Pacers in the first round. Uh, they didn't. But it took a, a key LeBron shot in the playoffs to do that. Then you know, Toronto was a cakewalk. Yeah. Then you assume that because Toronto was a cakewalk, Boston was going to be. Mm, I won't say a cakewalk. I knew it would be a little difficult because Boston has just been playing out of their mind uh, without one Kyrie Irving and, and Gordon Hayward. But, you know, by the time they got to the finals, they were tired. He was tired. It's true. He's very tired. I mean, that's why I felt like a lot of people were criticizing him on the whole, well, he revealed everybody after game four, but he broke his hand and he said, well, I didn't want to reveal it to the Warriors in game one because then they'll use that as an advantage. But yeah, I, I need to see, uh, I need to see x-rays. I, I'm not, I'm not buying. <laughs> well, he couldn't buy him when he was making all these handshakes with his right hand and everything. But go, going back into that series and then we'll get to more of this offseason stuff that LeBron and the teams that he may go to. Um, I look at a player on the Cavaliers, um, Kevin Love, who played pretty solid throughout that series. And now the rumors saying that he's going to be traded. Do you believe that? Uh, I, I'll tell you like this. If the Cavs are looking to retain LeBron, you could essentially create a package where you somehow include Kevin Love and some other pieces in a trade to get a, maybe a Kimball Walker who, you know, was in trade talks. It wouldn't just be straight up Kimball Walker or straight up Love Walker. You have the eighth seed uh or rather the eighth uh, the eighth draft pick uh, in 2018 nba draft you can shit you can do things of that sort um in order to you know get something in return uh but i think that when i reported that lebron uh and the Cavs were in talks uh on wednesday still not confirmed but when i when i reported that in my mind LeBron is older. He went through that whole decision piece. The fact that he would give the Cavs some level of courtesy a week before the draft would allow um, the Cavs to at least save their butt some. And with that being said, going into next week's draft where you could potentially create some type of uh, salvageable team, Kevin Love and Charlotte pairing wouldn't be such a bad thing in a trade because I believe that Kemba Walker could be contributing somewhere greatly um, if Charlotte is looking to uh, move pieces 
Hmm, that would be interesting. Um, saying if Kimber Walker does come, is there a possibility that maybe Paul George will come if if LeBron stays in Cleveland? Come where? Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, no. No, oh. hell no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No. That, that, they, Cleveland missed that boat last year. That's true. I don't, think anybody's, I don't think anybody's going to Cleveland except for under duress. <laughs> except who? Under duress. Like, they'd have to, they somebody would have to twist their arm behind their back to get, you know. Oh, yeah. You'd have to have yeah. pictures of them in incriminating situations <laughs> to get them oh, to yeah. volunteer yeah. to go to the team that LeBron is leaving and try and fill those shoes. I'm trying yeah. to figure out where you think, does Le, okay, answer me this. Does LeBron stay in the East? Yeah, I mean, you you look at what's on paper right now, uh, stylistically. You look at, okay, so you look at the Philadelphia 76ers, right? Yeah. And you look at uh, Ben Simmons, uh, who people, even Charles Barkley, who who told me a few years ago uh, that, you know, if if you don't go to the NCAA tournament, you shouldn't go to the draft. Of course, referring to Ben Simmons leaving LSU, you know, a couple of season, a couple of years ago and going to the draft and, you know, sitting out a year and then, you know, now potentially a rookie of the year. I have arguments about that, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> um, then you look at Joel B, healthy now. You know, the only, only health scare he had was his orbital bone um, and more. But brother lays on a massage table and eats grapes before games. Uh, he'll be fine. Then you look at guys like Robert Covington. Who defensively, you know, helped help them out a lot from the three point line, helped them out a lot. Then you look at other pieces like JJ Reddick. Um, any LeBron James led team uh, benefits from uh, volume three point shooting. Uh, you look at guys like uh, Daniel Marshall. You look at guys like Ira Newell. You look at guys like Larry Hughes. Uh, you look at guys like James Jones, Mike Miller. I can go on and on throughout his career. Three point shooting is. Is, is anybody who can shoot the three uh, as a LeBron James uh, dream. So you look at Philadelphia, you look at what they were able to do against the Sixers, uh, you look at see the competitive matchup between both the Sixers and the Boston Celtics. Uh, Sixers didn't make it, but they beat a, a Miami Heat team and, a, and, a, and just really surprised a lot of folks. Um, LeBron James, in my opinion, would fit in, and I'll tell you why. Many people say, well, LeBron and Ben Simmons can't play on the same team. Well, in 2010, they said the same thing about Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, and they, and they figured it out. It's true. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, I also think that if LeBron were to go to a, say, Houston Rockets team, uh, while I think he could adapt to James Harden, he can adapt to Chris Paul, um, I think that the allure of uh, a Western Conference finals matchup or at least, and seeing Golden State four times a year playing in the Western Conference rather than the two that he would in the Eastern Conference it, it kind of takes away the allure of a Warriors, LeBron James or whatever team he plays for matchup I also think that when I look at a Philadelphia 76ers team they remind me so much of Cleveland in 2014 before LeBron uh, came to um, before LeBron came to Cleveland and I'll tell you that Right before um, LeBron made the decision, I actually uh, had lunch with Kyrie Irving, and um, we were just—I was picking his brain. We were talking about Russell Westbrook, which, by the way, he's a huge fan of Russell Westbrook, um, and just the notion of playing with Andrew Wiggins at the time, playing with David Blatt at the time, and 
just his mindset. I don't think people realize how good of a player Kyrie Irving was until he played with LeBron James. And I think he's enjoying the fruits of his labor now. I'm saying that to say I look at Ben Simmons the same way. I always thought he was cognitively sound, was always efficient, but it takes a while for special players to get the recognition or to adapt to the lifestyle and the, and the grind that is the NBA. So Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and LeBron James uh, pairing is not that far-fetched. Hmm. That'll be interesting with the 76ers. I hear Nick's talk. Yeah, is that a possibility or is that just rumors and stuff? Say that again. I heard I, I I've been hearing Nick's talk for LeBron and uh for LeBron and Paul George, but I'm not sure how accurate it is. I, I think I unfortunately, um I don't see LeBron coming to the Knicks when he can bring Madison Avenue to wherever he goes. Hmm. Eh, that's that's a pos- okay, now the last thing we were talking about was Kawhi Leonard. Sure. My, my esteemed partner here seems to think that there's a that he keeps wanting to throw the nets in the mix for Kawhi Leonard, which I keep stressing would be the dumbest thing any major star has ever done. It's it's backwards in every way, shape, form, or fashion. It's a worse team, worse organization, and it's secondary in the market that it's in. If he was going to do that, I would say just go to the – even the players are worse. I, just go to the Knicks and call it a day. Well, you know, my esteemed colleague Stephen A. Smith – uh, reported last summer that uh, Kawhi Leonard to uh, the New York Knicks was was a was a thing, uh, and it kind of got swept under the rug last season. I think people often don't give Stephen A. enough credit uh, for breaking things. He was, in fact, the first person to report back in 2010 that uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh would be partnering to form the Miami Heat Big Three, win a couple championships, I might add. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I say that to say this. Um, when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I spoke with uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Uh, I did a piece on him over at Basketball Society Online, uh, just talking about his resurgence and his growth uh, throughout the course of the season. Drafted in 2015, uh, Rondé, D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert, uh, and their center, uh, Jared Allen, uh, I, I think they can grow. And I think in today's NBA, you look at the Sixers, they grew. That whole 12 win season, I believe it was, uh, they grew to a to a, 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 a Eastern Conference semifinals team, um, who has the chance to potentially bring in a LeBron James um, or a Paul George. And by the way, I'll add, I think Paul George in the long term be a slower burn and a better fit for Philadelphia than LeBron. I think LeBron would bring them contention right away. Paul George for the longer term would help them and they grow. But I digress. I look at the Brooklyn Nets. And I feel as though uh, the Nets uh, are building a young team, a young culture, even adding a Jill Okafor. No, it didn't work out in Philadelphia, but to be a solid role player or grow into, you know, uh, 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 into something. You, know, you also have Nick Stauskas. I don't turn my nose up at the Brooklyn Nets. I like the direction that they're going because they're growing. Oklahoma did the same thing, and they went to the 2002 NBA Finals with a Russell Westbrook uh, James Harden and, and Kevin Durant. So I wouldn't turn my nose up at the Nets. And if my mom would often say, this is the clean version, you can't put what you ate last year. That was last year's struggles. Next year, it may be a different story. If they're able to lure in someone like Kawhi Leonard. Uh, it still just looks like, even market-wise, even monetarily, it just doesn't seem like the smart move on Kawhi's behalf. I understand the feel-good 
theme that the Nets can trot out and, you know, hey, we're not the same team we were last year. Yeah, that's great, but neither are the Knicks. Everybody is as grown. Sure. It's just sure. but this doesn't make sense. It, for me, to leave a team like the Spurs, who are out of the three Texas teams, probably number number two in their market now, just this year, because of what the Houston Rockets have been able to do. Um, oh, sure. Sure. To sure. leave no. them and then go to the number two market team in another city, and it's the team without a Kristaps Porzingis, without the number nine pick in the draft, and without Fizdale as the new coach and a new front office. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Sure. Well, it's, on a fashion side, at least his colorway on his sneakers won't change too much if he goes to Brooklyn. That's well, true. That. <laughs> That's a fact. I, I mean, I, I always say the Nets only because we had a guest here a couple of weeks ago telling us that she talked to some of Kawhi's agents saying that he might go to Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, today they're reporting that now he wants out of the Spurs. He wants to go to L.A., but his team wants to go to New York. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen right now from now to the draft. I don't even know what's going to happen during the off season. But it looks like that Kawhi might end up either in L.A. or New York. Can you agree with that? Well, I'll tell you what, a Riverside, California native. You know who else is from Riverside, California? <sighs> Damn it. I know this. I know this. I do. Five, four, three. Just tell me. Just tell me. I, I messed up. <laughs> Reggie Miller. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Reggie Cheryl Miller. Miller as well. Um, Kawhi, Riverside is still Southern California. Um Los Angeles will be a good look, but I, but I'll add this. Um, I said this before, and I say it again. Uh, when you look at Kawhi Leonard, I, I believe that Kawhi Leonard is everything that Richard Jefferson was supposed to be. Mm. Hmm. That's a good comparison, actually. I let that marinate for a second, hmm. and I'll tell you why. When you look at Kawhi Leonard, uh, two-way player, legitimately efficient. Uh, NBA Finals MVP, yeah, uh, an NBA champion. Pretty much sat out with some hammy issues and rested, right? No different than when Ben Simmons sat out last year, came back, and was efficient. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'll tell you one thing about the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard um, that could kind of uh, make people – wonder when you look at a guy like Greg Popovich who I have the utmost respect for during my time uh, as a columnist to see this local sports and see the sports radio I wrote a piece about Greg Popovich and I said you know that he was the gold standard uh, and talked to some of his former players uh, uh, Speedy Claxton, uh, Sabathi Walker uh, and spoke to Pop himself just about you know his influences and, and more Popovich is one of is, is the longest tenure coach in the NBA, uh, and uh, I'll add is our this the modern generation Phil Jackson or Red Auerbach. Completely and, agree. Which is rare uh, in, in, in in NBA ranks. He runs the Spurs like a college coach. Yeah. But I'm a little older than you guys. I'm guessing. Um, younger folks. My sister's 21, so I, I think I can speak freely. They want everything explained to them. They don't want to necessarily listen to authoritative roles. And I think outside of San Antonio, Kawhi Leonard will be looked at a little differently. He, he's, he's pretty much, next to Chris Paul, the face of the Jordan brand. Um, and he, he has the potential to make himself look prettier, uh, which means he's going to have to talk more, uh, in a bigger market. 
And I think that when you look at Kawhi Leonard, or rather when you look at Greg Popovich, I'll say this first, he and LaMarcus Aldridge kind of had some issues last year, and they straightened them out. LaMarcus Aldridge is from Texas, Southern, you know, speak when spoken to, and, you know, was raised right. Not to say Kawhi Leonard wasn't, but that kind of was the precursor to what we have now with Kawhi Leonard. Now Kawhi Leonard knows himself, knows his worth, and he's going to get his. Mm-hmm. And I think he's being quiet by letting other people speak for him. And it seems like he's going about it the right way. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think now the team is the thing that needs to bring it over the top. That thing. Because they want New York, but he wants L.A. So from that perspective, you don't know what could, what could happen. What yeah, that's he true. Still want New York. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe he does want New York because he he did work out in New York his rehab. So you know, I was worked this, out rehab. I was like, making the yeah. story like, oh, maybe the Knicks are going to try to do some trade because he's been there for so long. I was like, oh, they've been talking or something about coming to New York Knicks after the season's over and anything. That's a possibility. I mean, the draft is next week. So, in your opinion, do you expect the Knicks to draft possibly a small four at, at a ninth pick, or are they going to trade the pick to maybe get a player? Um. I expect. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you even answer that, tell us what you think they're going to do. First, tell us what you think the smart thing is to do, what they should do. And then, if it's different, what you think they're going to do. Well, I think the smart thing to do is to go ahead and and pick uh, in that draft because there's so much of a glut um, of talent. Uh, that is in that draft. You look at Michael Bridges, you look at yeah. DeAndre Eaton, who of course they're not going to get, Trey Young, Jaron Jackson Jr., Donna, Donatich, uh, and more. Uh, I know that uh, the board say uh, that the Knicks will most likely get a new product uh, with Dale Carter, uh, who is uh, a power forward slash center. Uh, that would spell uh, the, the injured Przingis during his time away. Um, but I, I think I like Michael Beasley, and I hope they're able to retain him, particularly because he has a relationship with uh, the new head coach David Fisdale uh, during his time in Miami. I, I think he can control him. I think that uh, Michael Beasley legitimately uh, could 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 surprise a lot of folks. He did at points during the in spurts during this season as quote unquote Carmelo Anthony's replacement, but. <laughs> I look at Courtney Lee. I think Courtney Lee uh, could, could ha- have it. He's always been quiet and consistent or reliable at the very least. Um, but I, I think, you know, this draft has a lot of a lot of like tall, small forwards. So why not go after one of those guys? Mikhail Bridges, I like. Yeah, I like Mikhail Bridges. I, I like either one of the Bridges, Miles or Mikhail. I don't th- really think we can go wrong. As long as we just I, stay away from a forward. I mean, a, a point yeah, guard. But, but, but Bridges doesn't hurt you. Uh, he's a smooth three-point shooter. I think forty-three percent of his sh- of his threes um, come or, or his shots come from be- from downtown. Um, and also, um, I think that Bridges playing for Villanova and playing under Jay Wright, and not just that, um, gang gonna get him because Chicago's really hot on him, mm-hmm. and they have seven pick. Interesting. You think they're going to do a trade, though, possibly, or are they just going to pick? Because I think they're just going to pick, but a lot of people say that now you have Kyrie in the conversation now because he wants to go to New York, and now you have this Kawhi stuff happening. It's like, are they like now saying it's a trade for one of these players, or are they just going to stick with the plan and say we're just going to pick a guy and develop him? I'll tell you what about Kyrie. That's not new news. Kyrie has always wanted to play for the for the Knicks. Uh, that from West Orange, New Jersey, about 15 minutes away uh, from Madison Square Garden. Um, 
the Knicks were on his list of teams that he wanted to, to go to uh, when he requested that trade along with the San Antonio Spurs. I did um, not know that. I did not know he's always wanted to play for the Knicks. I had no idea. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly did. But do you think he would leave the Celtics as loaded as that team is to come to New York? I don't think he, I think that. Um, the Celtics are going to, as DJ Khaled would say, secure the bag. They're going to find a way to get something for him uh, because next year is not that far away. Next summer is not that far away. When he's a free uh, agent and he can walk. Pretty much. So I, I think that when you look at um, what he's able to do, um, you know, I think going to the days where the teams don't trade to rival teams. Um, you know, the Cavs played the, the, the Celtics in the conference finals last year, and, and the Cavs traded, you know, Kyrie essentially for <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, the guy LeBron was hugging after the Cavs won and went to the finals <laughs> last That's true, yeah. Right. How about that? And I'll also add this about Kyrie. Uh, his dad is from the South Bronx, and his godfather is Rod Strickland. Jesus Christ, I didn't know that either. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. Scoop, you're the man, dude. Like, I'm getting all my, as the women would call it, tea. And 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 this is more like coffee because this is this is like the real deal information. This is lit. I had no idea. Well, if I can, I, I prefer hot chocolate. So you know, hot chocolate. <laughs> no you know what, what? You know what? Why not? Why? What? What do I know? Why not? Why? Whatever. What, it's coming from you, so whatever whatever you want to call it, it's fine with me. I have to ask you this question, though, because the Knicks tend to do this thing where they trade a lot for a specific star. We've seen that with Carmelo Anthony, and, and then going back to that, it's almost like if Carmelo Anthony was a free agent the other summer, they would have been with this roster, and he would have had like the second-best supporting cast in the league behind LeBron's. But you think they're going to actually try to trade for Kyrie possibly next week in the draft, or are they just going to wait it out? About? Yeah. Cool. I didn't hear you. Oh, hear, hear oh no, I'm saying like for, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Remember a few years ago when they traded for him and they put up a lot of players. And I, and for me at the time, I thought it was a good trade because it was for Carmelo. But then looking back on it, I said maybe they did too many pieces for one guy, knowing that he would have been a free agent next season and they could have just signed him right away. You think that's what the Knicks should be doing for Kyrie, just waiting it out? Yeah, I think it's gonna be a wait out period. Um, but I also think you're gonna see Kyrie's name and just a lot more um, things. You know, first of all, uh, he's been doing um, press runs for his movie that comes out. On Uncle 20. Drew, right? Yeah, Uncle Drew, yeah. Um, and also, he's answering the right questions about a potential LeBron pairing, which I, I don't see it happening in Boston, but um, who knows? But I also think that, and I'll add this about that situation, and I didn't say this before, Basketball is a game of relationships. David Griffin is no longer the GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kobe Altman is. Um, and I think that LeBron and um, Kyrie had a good relationship with David Griffin. You remember they offered the job to Chelsea Billups and he said, heck to the no. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think that, number one, I see David Griffin in some type of consultancy role or, you know, replacing Mr. Burner phone or burner Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> oh, from Philly. Um, out in Philadelphia. Um, as it relates to Kyrie Irving, um, I think that Kyrie Irving plays it out uh, unless Boston just gets a deal that they can't refuse. Boston has so much cap space and also um, Kyrie becomes a bit more expendable because of the play of Terry Rozier. That's true. He you did know, play well. 
played Jason great. Jason Tatum is playing well. They're not going to trade Jason Tatum. Oh, to of course yeah. not. They're not going to trade him. I don't think they're going to trade Jalen Brown. They still got Gordon Haywood. Like, <sighs> team is loaded. So it's almost like, you know, they're probably just going to, in my opinion, Boston's going to try to be aggressive and try to trade Kyrie, but maybe they're just going to wait it out and see what happens. They, they got options. I mean, it's, it's no different than, you know, I, I went to undergrad in, in the Philadelphia area and lived out there for five years. Uh, worked downtown. I uh, went to school on the main line, actually down the street from Villanova. So, yeah, I'm, I'm privy and keen to uh, the Philadelphia 76ers and their quarterback situation. Boston's got a similarity at the point guard position. It's true. So, I got to ask you this last question before we let you go about LeBron James and your gut feeling. Where do you think he's going to end up? prediction um you know i didn't talk much about the los angeles lakers while we were chatting uh, and i think that that's a team that legitimately uh has a, a similarity and a look just like uh the philadelphia 76ers uh, i think people give lonzo ball a, a hard way to go uh because of his father uh and I, and I actually think like i said before about ben simmons talent takes time to develop and i think he can be in the league for a long time once he settles in um I also like the Julius Randle. I think he is a blue-collar DeMarcus Cousins. He can run the floor, um, shoot the long ball, pass, and is, and is deadly in the half-court system. To be honest with you, Philadelphia scares me, but so does Los Angeles. And this has nothing to do with uh, LeBron's allegedly, you know, going to, you know, his son going to a prep school in the L.A. area or owning a couple of homes in the L.A. area. It's a basketball move mixed with, um, you know, family decisions. Ohio is all he knows. He has residences elsewhere. Uh, Philadelphia and L.A. seem cool on paper. Uh, but Miami as well seems like a sleeper that many people aren't talking about. Um, it's a fairly oriented show. But, fellas, we know we like things that are familiar. And I'll leave it like that. I don't see L.A as being a possibility because I don't believe that LeBron's ego will allow him to go somewhere where he will at best be known as the fourth greatest of all time. I, I just don't see it. I don't see him trying to walk in Kobe's shoes, Magic shoes, Shaq, Shaq shoes, Chamberlain, Cham- Jabbar. Like, we go, I, we go, he's go not going to bring the amount of rings that any of those dudes have already brought to the table. I don't see him trying to walk that walk. I just can't see it. Well, you say that, but LeBron almost became a member of the Chicago Bulls with Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rose back in 2010. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I believe I believe the, the aura of Jordan is way further out than the aura of Kobe. Kobe's not an aura. He's a cloud. Like, he still can regularly walk through there. There's a statue of him out front, for God's sake. He's got his own day, eight twenty four. Like he's Kobe got day. Kobe day. <laughs> they gave him a day for God's sake. Like you're never gonna top that. You you you're walking in that shadow for the rest of your career. I just can't says, see that. Do you believe LeBron or any other player wakes up in the morning and says, "No, I don't want to play for this team because this person played there, that person played there." I I, I think that when you look at like and I, and I've said this before. When you look at Philadelphia, Philadelphia is rich in and and, uh, and gut, gut talent. World be free. Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Julius Irving, uh, uh, Dawkins, Daryl Dawkins, uh, and Iverson, Charles, Bar- Charles Barkley, uh, mm-hmm. 
a multitude of players that have, have, have been in Philadelphia. When you look at uh, Miami even, yeah. Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. Alonzo Mourning, mm-hmm. Steve Smith, Ronnie Cycli, LeBron James, Keith Askins, Pat Riley is, you know, is, is Miami Heat royalty. They even retired Michael Jordan's jersey at American Airlines Arena. Um, the Lakers are a, a level of fraternity uh, that LeBron has not yet experienced. I think if a team is good, who gives a damn about all those other guys? Yeah, I, you got you. I think mm-hmm. I think he will. I think I think he will. And I, I hear your point extensively. You you went through a bunch of different eras, but the modern millennial uh, heroes that they have, I don't think these guys are making decisions with their egos at the door. I just I can't see it. Especially when he's been compared to Kobe so much. I, I just can't see it. I just can't see it. I, I hear where you're coming from. I don't disagree. You're not wrong. I just don't really think LeBron is leaving his ego at the door when he makes this decision fully, and I don't think his ego will let him walk in that shadow for the rest of his career. That's just me. I just got an email, uh, New route uh, about which uh, team uh, Kawhi Leonard will play for, by the way. Uh, Lakers uh, have the edge. Um, oh, crap. The Bucks and the Phoenix Suns are in the equation as well. How the hell did they show up? What? Okay. <laughs> hey, man, don't sleep on the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are on the way up, man. The Not just core. they have the first pick. You know, Aiton is, is, is a, I believe, a generational center. Uh, but they also have help. Uh, they have Booker. Uh, but they got Booker, but they also have Josh Jackson, who, by yeah. the way, was a was a was a Mother's Day episode, uh, guest episode on Scoopy Radio Podcast. You guys can uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher app. Uh, but he that team um, legitimately uh, has that building firepower, just like the, the, the Thunder, which I mentioned. Also, the Sixers, which I mentioned. That I, I like that young wave. Interesting, dude. I just for that I just stay in San Antonio. Like, ah, what do I know? I give up. I'm just going to get all my information and opinions from Scoop from now on. I'm just, <laughs> apparently, I don't, I don't know much. And where can people follow you on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff? Uh, you guys can uh, subscribe to uh, the Scoopy Radio Podcast, as I mentioned. Uh, you can visit ScoopBradio.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher app. Uh, follow me on Twitter at ScoopB. That's S-C-O-O-P-B. Uh, Instagram, Scoop underscore B. Uh, Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. Uh, and and Facebook, you can go to my Facebook uh, like page, facebook.com slash scoop B. All right, you are the stuff. man for delivering some pretty disappointing news. Thank you so much. And this is why you're on the show. Thank you, man. And we'll be in contact for sure. Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me, and uh, happy free agency. You too. Ah, peace, peace, my man. All right, you know that's good stuff, man. Seriously, like. Look, this is why I had to have him on the show because he's always talking about. He's always around the area in basketball and NBA and whatever the conversations there's there's happening with LeBron and then mm-hmm. Kawhi. Now we just heard now that the Lakers have an advantage on this now, and his opinion on oh if LeBron go to the Seventy Sixers or if he goes to the Lakers. Look, I, I get your point. That if he went to the Lakers, the shadow of Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, Shaq, Chamberlain, James Worthy, Karambis. Chamberlain, Jerry West. Look, the list could go on and on, okay? Uh, I we think we know most of the Lakers players and most 
average fans we even know about the Lakers history, but like like well, both of us know. I understand from that standpoint. But the one thing I can say is that if he does go to the Lakers, he'll be under Magic Johnson. And they play a similar brand of basketball to begin with, both of those players. Maybe he'll learn things from Magic that he didn't learn, even though he's 33 years old. We don't know that. I mean, yeah, that definitely a possibility. However, I don't care. I do <laughs> I just him going out west to go play with the Lakers. I, I don't yeah, but know. if Kawhi go to the Lakers, you think he's gonna go to the Lakers? Well, then that's they a have the option to get two but match then, players. Now, now where does Paul George go? Because it's always been said that's that Paul thing, George yeah. and 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 this LA. guy were gonna team up. But he might take a discount just to meet with these guys. Possible or and then Chris Paul will be thinking about oh maybe I'll play better with LeBron and James Harden even though we did something special this year with Houston Facts. but we found out that James Harden really is a choker when it comes to the biggest moment in the in the game of basketball didn't show up in game 7 kind of even though they were over 27 he was part of that package he's part of that those possessions and you know as a superstar which we all thought James Harden would be he didn't show up and now he's becoming the generation's Carmelo Anthony in the sense that this guy's a scorer. He does all this stuff, but when it comes to the biggest moments, he doesn't show up. He just—he's just a guy. Like, he can't be that leader. He has to be surrounded by a lot of people like Chris Paul and PJ Tucker and Trevor Ariza. Well, by the way, Ariza might be going to the Warriors too on a discount. That's what we've been hearing rumors about. Wow. Which I can see that happening because he wants to play with that team with his defense and his three-point shooting. They'll be way better than before. Facts. Warriors want to get younger too, so they're gonna retool the offseason. I don't know who they else are gonna get, but I know Jordan Bell. Patrick McCall, their draft pick, they're gonna be better players this year. We know that, so they're gonna because they want younger players to be more hungry. Because you know, winning three titles is they're great right now. I mean, Curry's probably the second best point guard of all time. Green's probably a top five power forward of all time. Clay now is probably top five, top ten shooting guards of all time now mm-hmm. with these championships. Durant is right behind Larry Bird because surpassing he wins another title to be number two behind LeBron. In my opinion, that's this is me, but. I don't know. It's just so many situations that could happen in this off season, and I know the season's over and everything, but this is just, like, the drafts next week. Kyrie, the interesting thing about Kyrie is that he wanted to always be New York Nick, and now that he wants to say he's not going to sign his contract, you got to look at it from, from the money perspective. If Kyrie signed an extension with the Celtics right now, he'll be losing $80 million, literally. How much? $80 million he'd be losing. If he signs the ex- extension with Celtics right now. Ooh. If he does it next season and resigns with them, he will actually gain a lot more money than he's getting right now. He will actually be two nineteen, I think, and co- as opposed to making one hundred thirty nine million extension. So it's more of a money situation probably for Kyrie. But I think he really wants to be a New York Nick and he wants to play Porzingis. But the question is, we gotta see what Porzingis is gonna be after he comes back from his injury. If he's gonna be healthy as he was before the injury, and if they pick up a player from the draft, that's so gonna be good. We get a good wing player in the draft. If he becomes, if he can give you, if if we get Bridges and he becomes like a 15 or 20 point scorer, right? And Frank becomes a 10 to 15, maybe the triple double guy that we need. Because I think every championship needs a, needs a guy that's like an all around player that does triple doubles, this and that. I mean, look at the past teams. Like, yeah, LeBron James, of course. But then you had, like, in the Lakers, you had Lamar Odom, who averaged like a triple double in those championship runs. Uh, at San Antonio Spurs, you had Ginobili, who kind of was like the all-around player, does all the things for the, you know, Duncan, Parker, and all those guys. And you had Kawhi. Like, there's always been that player in every team where he averages like a triple-double around there. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green right now, too. So, if Frank Nickel could be like that, if Bridges could be a 20-point scorer, and Brazilians becomes number one option, and you get a guy like Kyrie, add to the core, 
Anything's or, possible. Or you you come across a Paul, you get a Paul George. And you have, or you have Paul George too with Kyrie. Maybe you get right. both of them right. for some well, reason. If they sit and wait, like like everybody's suggesting they do, which I think they should do, which I think they should do, they can't do the Carmelo Anthony treatment where you trade everybody for one player. I don't think they're dumb enough to do that again, especially if Kyrie wants to come here and we can get the cap space to. to, Then you don't spend the money. Yeah, you just and and another thing is you wait and see what he's like when he comes back from injury. You let him play the full season with the Celtics. You see what that's happening like, and you know you see what you evaluate him from there. Paul George's contract. Maybe you focus on Paul George for right now. And get him in the door. Paul George playing with Chris Dobbs, with uh, Frank and uh, Trey. They'd be still there. We don't even know if he'd be there. Oh. I mean, my opinion, Trey should be there. But you know how if they want to package something, they will have to add Trey in the, in the conversation. I would keep Trey just because the bench needs what it needs. Yeah, yeah, you have Michael Beasley too. Yeah, I would keep Trey Beasley. Um, Kyle, Kyle Quinn, are you going to trade him? Kylo Quinn? No, because we don't really have a. I'm not have really a big sure man. what Cantor is, yeah, what Cantor is doing. We need, yeah, we need at least two to come off the bench. But we do have that Hicks kid, seven footer. He's not a center, but he can shoot. Yeah. So he's athletic. Know, yeah. Pretty good. So we, we wait and see what happens with those guys. And we still have some some things to mess with. I just want to see what Fizz puts his hands on. I just want to see what's happening with LeBron in the situation. Because we, we discussed before with Brandon about. You know where LeBron's gonna be when he reported it on Monday, and then it was blowing up viral, and a lot of people were thinking, were actually trusting Brandon's reporting skills on the whole thing. But they're keeping this on the low right now. They probably had the conversation already on Wednesday, but we don't know what's gonna happen. They might reveal it maybe by the end of today. They might reveal it until next week of what really happened in that meeting. But he's, you know, he's scared of either Philly or the Lakers that they'll snatch, they'll snatch LeBron, and then Miami Heat might be in the conversation. Houston not, it looks like it's out of the equation. Although a lot of people said he like might go. It. Seems like it. Maybe the Western Conference is a little too tough. For or him. maybe he just doesn't want to go to Houston. Maybe he wants to be a Laker. Poss- I mean, I think at this point his career is not about. Maybe it is basketball. Maybe at this point it's about comfort. He's got rings. And yeah, he maybe he wants comfort. Maybe he could Lakers just phone are, it in for the rest of his career. I mean, just, have you been to LA though? Of course, I've been. The, to the LA. atmosphere of compared to New York City is completely You mean the different. smog? Well, not just that. Like, the, the environment. Earthquakes. Well, we, Environment? Okay, ignore all... Oh, the wildfires. Okay, ignore all that stuff. Okay, but look at the positive sign. Like, the, the whole... I, I'm looking at the whole thing. That's what uh, I'm doing. You keep mentioning stuff. Okay, so I'm looking at it from the positive perspective. You said... You said the sun. The, uh, you said the atmosphere. Well, okay, that's smog. The you lifestyle. You said the environment. Okay, that's earthquakes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I should have said what I meant to no, say. No, when you said environment, I said wildfires. I know. I, what I should have said was lifestyle. The traffic. Okay, besides the traffic, the sun, the, the... Every place has sun. But it's not like a prison compared to New York City. No, you it's, can't like, agree a, with it's that, like an right? environmental death trap. But New York City is more like a rush hour, this and oh, we got to go here, this and that. L.A. Okay, is more like a Unless, unless you chill. have money, then you just kind of fly over it all and, and kick it in on the, on the, in the suites. I mean, I see most kids after school go to the beach after. Yeah, just but to have fun. LeBron's not in school. Well, he's not in school, but he—you he have. I'm just saying, when he goes to LA, he has already a house there. They visit there every off season with his family. I, he, I mean, listen, he's, listen. Just go there wherever LeBron. Listen, okay. Here's my thing. No matter where any of these people go, I'm still gonna be a Knicks fan. So I just hope at the end of the day, uh, whatever whatever we do is good for us. I think LeBron avoids the Western Conference. That's that's my that's my feelings. But I think he if Kawhi the goes Conference. to LA. Let's just say, and Paul George somehow goes to LA too, and then LeBron goes there. They and then, definitely and maybe cannot Chris, afford all three of those guys. And then maybe Paul goes there too. 
definitely yeah. can't afford all four of those guys. Like that's that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But if let's say that what if happened, like they all four of them were in the Lakers and they have well then yeah now we got a series and the Lakers look like you know legit contenders. Yeah, absolutely. And then they somehow I don't know, maybe they lose to Golden State seven or something. Then everybody retires. Break the <laughs> break the team up. Call it a day. Uh, I don't know if they gotta retire after they win a title. I think LeBron no, would just break, be like break the team up. Like just everybody go their separate ways. Start. I, over. I just feel like wherever LeBron goes, I don't think they can still be Golden State. I mean, LeBron, uh, the Golden State's on a different tier, and there's LeBron tier, and there's everybody else. Right. That's it. It's almost like wherever LeBron goes, does he really have a chance to get Golden State? Now, what did I say when LeBron, when Golden State won their second title and we were having the same conversation? What did I say? I said, uh, was it their second title or, or? Third title? No, it wasn't the oh. third title. They just oh, won the third title. Oh, it's one now, yeah. The second title. Yeah. I said, I think everybody is just going to tuck it in until these dudes get old. You think that's gonna happen? I, I see people trying, trying to make a, a a way to compete with them, and you know teams are trying to put something together to do something. I think team wise on paper, the Celtics are the closest the closest thing to having a team that can take Golden State and withstand that third quarter run, and then have a bench that comes out and plays like all stars and maybe has a way to 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 do what needs to be done. But between them and um. Houston was the other closest one, but I, I actually think the Celtics are closer than than anybody else. They are, but I I think everybody basically just kind of tucks it in. You do what you can, you scramble, you try. You know, Paul George on the same team as this guy, and and James Harden on the same team as this guy, and Carmelo Anthony on the same team as these guys. Like everybody's trying to figure it out, but I think until they get old or get injured. <laughs> They're not gonna get well. They're gonna get injured, maybe, but they're not gonna get old. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get old. I'm Eventually, say. that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. I'm saying. Yeah, like I think I think until the window opens, i.e., Michael Jordan leaving to play baseball. I think until <laughs> that kind of moment happens for the Warriors, people. Are or just if gonna, Durant just leaves, and then which you know I don't think he's dumb enough to do. No, nah, I think he's just talking out of you know whatever. Yeah, uh, he, he he got there. He knows that or purpose for life. He's not breaking that team up because he wants more rings. He, he he just he wants to be remembered as all time great. So thinking will go and stay. He wins a couple more titles, a couple more finals, MVPs. That he'll be up there with. And them. he's and he's there. He's in the conversation. I mean, he's in the conversation right now. But people are, are like saying now he's not in the conversation because he took the easy way out. But he still won these championships. And 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 again, Max Kellerman has the best analogy for this. He always says the same thing. And in t- five years, ten years. No one will care. Exactly. It'll only be that's a few too. people hanging around talking about, yeah, but he did it this way. Well, no, that's the people, the petty people. Like not, not even petty, historians. People who remember the 80s, 90s style squads and what they went through to get rings. Those people, the, the Kobe Bryant fans, the last bastion of his fans that are still hanging around being legitimate and having a voice, they're going to remind the world that, no, 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 this is kind of this kind of cheap. This is a cheap way to do it. But he still won them, so it doesn't make a difference. That's it, gonna it, be that's going to be the 2000 babies talking <laughs> and, the two, and the 2010 babies talking. They're going to be like, well, who cares? Like, he won. He's got the chips. That's it. He's got more than these dudes, and that's it. Yeah, that's just, that's like, it's all about the rings for these guys. This isn't about, oh, how many final appearances you made, how many playoff appearances you made. It's about winning the actual title. That's why I laugh when people say, oh, LeBron makes it to eight straight finals. That's a great achievement. He's the greatest of all time. No, he's not because he won three only. Yeah. He won like seven or maybe six or seven. 
Yeah, he's in the conversation for that. Yeah. But right now, LeBron is becoming the Buffalo Bills of the NBA in a sense that the Buffalo Bills in the 1990s, or by late 80s, I have to remember it, they went to four straight Super Bowls and didn't win any of them. Right. Like, look, it's great to make it, but you got to win it. Right. Or you can't be remembered as a great team, or you can't be remembered as a great... Bills could have been a great franchise in New York City if they won those four Super Bowls, but you have the Giants and you have the Jets too, and it's like, yeah, like... You gotta win it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not hating against LeBron for getting there, but I just hate the fact that people say, oh, "No, but that can't be the only achievement." That, that too. That that's can't what I'm be the only achievement. Yeah, like that's why I, I laugh at Nick Wright saying, "Oh, that he thinks that oh, it's better to make it to the finals to not make it at all because you get out in the first or second round." Like, no, it's better if you just win the thing, just win the title. That's how people remember you as. They don't care about no finals appearances. It's like I take a test in the class and I take the final and I and I fail. Mm-hmm. Well, teachers gonna remember more about that. I'm gonna remember more about that than passing two or three t- tests before that. And you know they tell you something like the final is like fifty percent of your grade. Yeah, or that, that's what LeBron like that. right now. LeBron's average for a final is probably like sixty something. Yeah, because he hasn't won like most of the times that he should have won. No, less than that. Then like about like thirty percent of his yeah, grade. Yeah, it's closer to thirty to yeah, twenty. Yeah, that's where LeBron's at right now, basically. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on your side as far as that's concerned. It's just a bad, it's a bad way to go. So what do you think about this draft on next week? Because we're gonna definitely talk about. I'm probably gonna have another guest on the show talk about this draft stuff just that's happening. Let the us Knicks. get the ninth pick. Let's get one of the bridges. You think they'll do a trade for Kyrie? I don't want them to do that. I don't want them either. But you know how the Knicks are. No, I know how the, the I know I know how the Knicks <laughs> were. I don't think Perry and Mills are, are are doing that dance at all. But what if there's a package that's so good that who, doesn't who involve could it that be? doesn't involve a pick, maybe other than the ninth pick, but that's about it, and maybe a few players, and that's it. Who else could it be, though? <clears throat> and if you, and, and especially since we all know that if you wait, he's gonna come anyway. That's it. They're in the situation right now where even if they do a trade for Kyrie, he's still gonna come to the Knicks. Yeah, so, so chill it's out. almost like you might have to accept what the Knicks offer, regardless. Yeah. Because he's gonna leave regardless. And we can just give them Noah. <laughs> this is kind of like like the same thing with Manny Machado in baseball. I don't even watch baseball a lot, but. Basically, the Orioles are holding on to him, knowing that he's gonna go to New York after this season. They might as well just trade him right now before we just go. Yeah, getting yeah, something. Like I, I just take me with the Mets right now. The Yankees with, with the Grom. It's the same thing. Like the Mets have the Grom. They're going nowhere. They don't want to change to the Yankees because, you know, if they win a title with them, they look at that, and it's almost like they have all the pieces. Though Yankees have the greatest farm system in the in the MLB right now. If you have a package ready, you just do it, and you, you let your ego aside on that. So like they think with the Knicks, like. If they have a package ready and the Celtics say no, but they know that Kyrie's leaving, I want to just take the package anyway to begin with. I trade him Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Trevor wow. Noah. <laughs> what, what's the dude's name? Joakim Noah. Joakim. I call him Trevor. Wow. Joakim Noah. Is that his father's name, I think? I put, I put, I put I Noah I in. It. I give them Baker. Yeah, Who I give Baker. And, Trevor, uh, and maybe I throw in. Corny Lee. Uh, I like him off the bench. Well, you know what? But he's older. He's so maybe older. Lee, yeah, maybe yeah. Lee can His contract's go. expiring. And we got Dotson. We have other shooting guards that we can. I'll trade those three and the and the and the ninth pick for. No, Kyrie. no, no pick. Oh, no how pick. about a future pick? No, no pick for what? We 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 have the upper hand. He's leaving anyway. You'll get what we give you. That's true. You'll take. And I don't think any team wants to trade him anyway. You'll take these off of our hands, and you'll get. You, we get him, and maybe one other guy from you. Or maybe a pick from you, seeing as how you're gonna be winning nonstop anyway, and your picks won't be won't be worthless. Well, what about Kawhi though? Because I know they said the Lakers have an advantage, but would you I'm do a trade for Kawhi? Kawhi anymore. I'm, no, 
No. Why? Not, not because if he if he's really leaning towards L.A., then nothing's going to stop him. What if he wants to go to New York, though? This team wants to go to New York, but the Lakers, according to Brandon, said they have the edge over Kawhi right now. So it looks well, like... so far, his, his team's been good at calling shots, so I'd, I'd, I'd wait it out. And if Milwaukee I'm, and the Suns, apparently, in this Especially since you're, you're, you have a pick to get one of the bridges, I just wait. I yeah, just I, wait. I, rather have a, I rather have a young... Ready NBA player ready than somebody who's coming off of an injury. I just know that could happen. I bag one of the bridges. I bag one of the because I feel like one of the bridges could be a legit star. Maybe you know, maybe just a good player. Maybe an all star. No, I think, I think maybe an all star can, can get yeah. to a Kawhi level kind like franchise. Or he could be an all star at best. Yes, he could be like a Clay Thompson for us or something. Yes, which is, which be, is yeah, great. Yeah, which is great as all we need. Yeah, I if Kristaps is an all star and this dude's Clay Thompson, that's fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. Or Porzingis at least is like a superstar, and and, our, and Bridges is like an all star, and Frank Hardaway like a, gets open and starts, you know. And Frank open. is an all star too, or something. Yeah. Like I'm fine with those. If those like all stars, they're not like great, but they're all stars at least. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that because you need a bunch of all stars anyway. You win a title, you just need a superstar, and you'll yeah. be fine. Which is what the Warriors have, which is what makes them special. And people can hate on them, but they did it the right way. They drafted they got two superstars. Yeah, yeah, but they drafted, they developed, they had a good core, and, and they added, it. And they drafted, added a talent, added core. a talent. Drafted, develop core, drafted, develop core, add talent. That's how you build uh, this a dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dynasty. That, that, that's just how it works in sports, man. It's like in football too. You get a quarterback, you get a good line, you get a defensive player, you get a couple wide receivers, you're fine. You build your championship team. Baseball, you build yourself a core four like the Yankees. You add a talent like Alex Rodriguez, other teams. You get a title. That's what. You, that's how you build teams. That's just how it works, man. That's the business, and people can hate on that. But if it were, if I was the Knicks, if the Knicks were like the Warriors and they did this the same way, people would be hating us. But we did it the right way. You guys are just jealous about it. That's the way I see. It. I feel like going. People are just jealous of Golden State doing it the right way by adding Durant, but also having a good core. It makes it seem like they like they got Green from a different team. They got Thompson from a different team, and they added him to with uh, Stephen Curry. They did it the right way. Curry's going to be the, the franchise for the Golden State for a very long time. Same as Clay, same as Green. Those guys, I don't think the guys are going to leave at all. I think they see what Miami did. And they're just going to. And they're going to stay together and this time yeah. not break it up or anything. They see that. Because they know they could probably win like another two or three titles, have six rings overall. Durant has five or whatever. Curry might be in the conversation as the best point guard of all time if that ever happens. Same thing with Green is the best power four, and Thompson could be in contest for the. But right now, Thompson's probably like the fourth or fifth best shooting guard of all time, mm-hmm. behind Dwayne Wade, behind Kobe Bryant, behind Michael Jordan. You have Clay now in the conversation. You know, you know he he had some great moments in the playoffs, but he also has three rings, and he's an all star, and he's a defensive player. He does all this stuff. And Green, I don't even know where he's gonna be ranked now in power forwards now. Yeah, he'll be up there. He's up there in top five. Three probably. rings. Yeah, he's the top five defensive player of the year. Multiple time All Star, all time. I mean, all defensive player one year, I think. So he's up there. Same thing with Kirby. Two two time MVP. He's in a class of his own with Jordan and another player, another sport. I think in hockey or something right now. So they they in the conversation. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, that's gonna do for today's show though, because we discussed a lot about it. And you can listen to all this stuff on our podcast and iTunes. But I wanted to say this though before we end the show, um, for the Knicks. Just make the right pick and don't mess it up. Because the last all they thing have to do, do is get one of the bridges and call it a day. You can't go wrong. I just hope they don't mess it up. That's Me all I'm too. saying. Do not mess it up. Because the last thing you want to do is mess it up and then be back another five years. That's not what you want. 
Frank looks like he's gotten bigger, stronger, faster, taller, according to some pictures, but we gotta see what he is on the court. <clears throat> so hopefully it's good. But you can follow me at Morinus10. I'm over at M-R-M-E-C-C, Mr. Mech. And you can listen to all the latest episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. See you next week. Peace. Man, what? <laughs>